Welcome to the Soma Soulworks podcast. We hope here to equip, empower, and inspire a global community of creatives through rich, Christ-focused conversation. Thanks for joining us today. Hello, and welcome to the Soma Soulworks podcast. Today, it's me, Sammy, and we have in here with us Aaron. Hello. And Gavin. Hello. And we kind of wanted to talk about workplace relationships. Um, I know it's on our mind right now because it's February. Probably won't be by the time this episode's out. But hey, details. <laughs> um, honestly, in general, we've the world, our, our culture at large, kind of treats workplace romances is this like super taboo thing that you're not supposed to do partially because it could get really messy um because anytime your heart's involved things can get messy i mean that's kind of the whole point of our podcast in it um (laughs) uh but basically we just kind of wanted to to share kind of the approach that soma has had in the past and like how we have dealt with workplace relationships because i mean i met my fiance at work like we would not have met except through work um and it's been a a, an outstanding success um but i know there was a lot of kind of fear and concerns going into it um especially because i was new in the industry and new to just having a professional work in general that i was like oh no i know this is really bad and taboo and it it goes I, i was just so wrapped up in the fears and the concerns and the projections of our society that like it was just, it was a rough start, man. I didn't know whether it was okay for me to 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 be doing what I was doing. Um, and yeah, I'm going to open the floor now. <laughs> um, just thinking about the, you know, like, any time, you know, workplace romance, it can get messy. It just, it reminds me of um, uh, a C.S. Lewis quote. Uh, that uh, goes something along the lines of um, if you want your heart to be safe, uh, you know, uh, lock it in a box, seal it away, uh, you know, and never uh, let it shine um, and it, it never show it to, to anyone and it will never be hurt. And while it is in that box, it will shrivel and it will die. Mm-hmm. Um, to love it all is to be vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Something along those lines, I'm probably butchering it. But the general gist being, um, you know, if if you want to love, you have to be vulnerable. You have to expose yourself to uh, hurt and, and danger. Um, and, uh, you know, on the one hand, like, that's uh, reflective of, like, the workplace environment. But I think it's also just, in general, um, as artists um, and as creative people, we, uh, by our very nature, infuse our heart and our vulnerabilities into our creative works, and we expose ourselves to those vulnerabilities. And so I think it's it's a little bit of a different environment, um, because you're already used to being vulnerable and exposed, um, and so it's just a different kind of thing, whereas I think in a lot of other more traditional work environments, um, that's not your normal. Well, and, but creativity aside, we're also you know Christians. All, all, a lot of us we have mm-hmm. uh, specific prayer times together all the time where we're extremely vulnerable for all mm-hmm. of our wounding and our our problems and our our gripes and stuff. And so, true. I, I know that's been also a unique balance. Okay. 
because I know uh, for my part, even though when I joined the company, there were at least two, yeah, two married couples. We had mm-hmm. Aaron and, and her husband and then uh, the Adamses. Mm-hmm. And uh, I did do a good job of hiding it for a while. It was several weeks before Chris was like, oh, you, oh, you guys are official? Uh, <laughs> and it's like, yeah, I've been trying to hide it because I didn't want to get in trouble. Um, <laughs> I know that for me, it was... In, um, so me and James, we met because of work, but we met at a conference, and we weren't working at the same place when we ended up... When we started the relationship, we got married. And, um, and then he ended up getting pulled into someone full-time to do sound for the scout. Mm-hmm. So one of the things that... Um, we actually had to figure out was how do we want to do a work our workplace romance, but we're already married. Yeah. So and uh, in that sense, we didn't have the same kind of imbalance that you and um, that you and Zach had, Sammy, mm-hmm. where because um, we were equals in terms of like what we were working on. Like he was the head of the sound department, just him, but really still always like he he's the lead. He gets all the. He gets the creative decisions here for the most part, outside of what gets thrown by Chris and stuff like that. Um, I was being, I was primarily at the, that point lead of this art department, and it was like so we were working together but in separate spaces. And we were also both had enough of established career history that we weren't worried about it being a a fighting dynamic between our work either. One of the things that we had did have to figure out was the. Um, he was so when he first came in, because uh, we when he we, for, for, so um, over a course of about three months, I had to figure out how to suddenly share my workspace with mm-hmm. with my husband, and suddenly he was there everywhere. He was at home. He was that we drove to work together. We were at, at in the same room together. He was so excited about about being full time somewhere mm-hmm. that. Um, that one of the things that he didn't realize he was doing is that almost every time he passed my desk, which my desk is in the center of the room, basically, he, he if he wanted to go basically anywhere, he had to go back to my desk. Almost every time he would stop and say hi. And it was really nice. But at the same time, really kind of stressful for me. So at one point, we had a con- I had to stop him and be like, I can't do this uh, because you are distracting me too mm-hmm, much mm-hmm. because you're interrupting my flow of work just by talk- just by saying hi. It's like, yeah. which is, can happen in, with any person really. It's like just someone saying hi or someone coming over for a question, a, a work question. It does. It was, like, but it's purely because I, I'm the person he knew the most. So of course he wanted to share his excitement and just like the enjoyment of being there. Mm-hmm. Uh, even if it was just like through like a small, like, Hey, hello, things going well. Cool. Uh, and so I had to tell him, I was like, I need you to stop by at least 50%. Like tone it down because I'm not getting my work done because of this distraction that's happening. And um, we had to, we basically had to define boundaries between us while we are at work. And then when the pandemic happened, um, because this was, because he got hired, I think, I can't remember if it was in 2019 or 2018 that he got hired. I think it was 19. Mm. I can't remember entirely um, if it um, no, I think it was in eight, um, in eighteen because I think he we worked together in office for almost a year before we ended up going home mm-hmm. and working from home for the majority. No, I don't remember. Anyways, that side. Um, it, but then on the flip side, it became very helpful 
for us because when we suddenly got stuck at home together, we didn't have to worry about hiding our work from each other either because we were on two separate projects or even two separate industries. We could take our calls together um, or we could have the calls going on and maybe like, and just another person could put on headphones and just so that way they were like focusing, but it didn't matter if he knew what was going on in my call or if I knew what was going on in his call. So there's, that was like a bonus to having someone who worked in the industry. And then also because he knew all the parts of what was going on in my project, um, but was also separate enough because of what part we, parts we were working on. For the most part, if I had a gripe about something that day, he could play the, he, he, was, he was very understanding or could speak in truth of like, actually you're kind of being ignorant of this part, particular piece here. Yeah, that was super helpful for me too, having somebody not only like in the same industry, but in the exact same workplace is that um, I went through a lot of growing pains of just, I, I was trying to learn and become an adult as well as become a better worker and all that. And I, it was really helpful to be like, Zach, you're, you're there all day. You overhear everything, like critique my performance. Like, what did I do well? What did I not deliver on? Like, and he, like, luckily we have that relationship where he could be really honest with me and be like, yep, this is what I see. This is how you're, you know, can do better. Um, but also like somebody who can just kind of understand the general of like, oh man, it w- wasn't it horrible when the, the Unity didn't compile correctly and there's an SVN error and we can be like, you know, I can use all my jargon and he understands. And even though that now he's um, at a different company and he works from home while I still work here at SOMA, um, it's still really nice to have that just base understanding of like, you know, we know what each other's going through, which is very different than the relationship I saw with my parents where my mom didn't understand like any of the the jargon and stuff my dad had but was still still there for him anyway just being like yeah no I totally know what an air compressor is and what those numbers you're throwing out mean Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah that's my my relationship like I love my wife very dearly um but she uh, has no idea what I do at work, let alone she's not a gamer either. <laughs> so it's you know it's very interesting. Uh, but I mean she 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 loves me and and you know she wants to know like you know if I'm having trouble or or whatever she wants to lend an ear and so it it's been really interesting. Like I'm a nerd. And, you know, one of the things that we nerds do is when we start talking about things that we're passionate with, we get, like, really detailed and, like, just go on and on and on and on and on. Um, And uh, that's been one of the things in our relationship um, that I've uh, tried to grow in is, like, recognizing the glazed look, being like, (laughs) I'm getting into the details um, and, like, bring it back into the part of the story or conversation or whatever that matters or that she can like actually feed into, you know, that's like, you know, she may not understand technical details, but you know, she understands interpersonal conflicts. So, yeah. Yeah. You know, um, and so, um, and, and so you know, similar things with her, you know, when she's having a rough day at the office, you know, she wants to, you know, share her troubles and what's going on with her and, and, and whatnot. And so I, I don't understand everything that, you know, goes on with her, um, you know, at her office, she works at a a medical office and there's just, there's 
aspects of that that is like go over my head um but i want to be a caring husband i want to hear her story and so it's 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 more traditional um kind of relationship in in that way um so but yeah and then aaron i'm sorry i'm gonna throw you under the bus here i remember um (laughs) there being some adjustment periods of like wow what do you know we see the boys all day every day um and there's no like separation of kind of like work and home and like finding you time you know going off and being like oh this is time for just me is uh a little bit different when yeah when when work isn't the separation, um, that sort of thing. One of the things that we saw develop actually with that was because we were commuting to work, um, and we had twenty. It's a twenty-five at the time. It was a twenty-five minute commute from our apartment to work, and so during that time, what we, one of the things that we figured out was beforehand, um, when we were at two separate um, jobs, I was. Uh, one of those things that I needed was time to decompress with him. I wanted to talk with him and hang out. And so I needed like 10, 15 minutes of his time after work where um, I could just sit. My love language is, is touch, so I needed to cuddle and be able to talk through the things. It's like, and I hear about this stuff. Now, uh, and, then, and then when we transitioned to being in the same workspace, and suddenly we had a 25-minute commute to be able to talk over those things mm-hmm. and to decompress. And so suddenly we got home with like, Oh, we have this free time that we can go directly into our 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 own our alone time because we both we both me and my husband enjoy our our alone time and need it and that can be alone time in the same space in the same room with each other but doing separate activities that's kind of like one of the things that we do um, for us that is valuable for us and also helps with our us with our recharge time and so going coming home from that was different and then one thing that we have now is currently we have, um, this is from like two, three years ago that that was the case. Nowadays, um, we have a 21 month old, um, child mm-hmm. and a, and he works from home working for a company, um, on different hours than I am. Uh, he works for a Canadian company on East coast hours and I work still for Soma on Pacific coast hours. So having those different hours now like i come home and what we've set up now for our decompressed time is we've made dinner time specifically because one we want to establish having dinner actually being a thing with our daughter um so she knows that this happens and then we also want and then for me it helps because we can actually start talking and decompressing together and then we go into the rest of the evening depending on which night it is what different things happen but like this kind of gives gives us a reset time then because we can because for the most part we're still both working in games i can understand most of what's going on in his work Mm -hmm. he can understand most of what's going on my work maybe i don't know all the names anymore of the people he's working with but um he does know most of the names of the people i'm still working with (laughs) so if for example i have a complaint about gavin that day um Mm. to throw gavin under the bus uh uh spicy uh james has worked with gavin and actually understands (laughs) Uh, for the most part, uh, what Gavin is like. So, he... <laughs> Shade. It's such a loaded sentence. <laughs> I, could, I could be saying the same exact thing about Sammy. I could say the same exact thing about Chris. This is just the person who's... Uh, That's just I, a fact. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I get it. I get so, it. Um, he'll just... 
like we because he has worked with the majority of people I've worked with, he knows what my coworkers are like, and then also how I I for the most part relate to them, mm-hmm. and some of those pieces that I have. Well, ultimately, I have found that working with someone in the in the same industry, but we're both in separate parts of the industry, helps so very much with us have our, our communication because we don't have to we don't have a verbal struggle to of of language. Mm-hmm. We don't have a a language dif- a barrier basically between us that um, that for example Gavin and and Lindsay have to figure out mm-hmm. or an interest barrier <laughs> or an interest barrier yeah. um, for the most part. Um, sometimes we both go into or uh, sometimes we'll both go too far to detail then the other person is really interested in like uh, I often it's like don't need to be and I, I have a problem where I repeat myself uh, and I'll say the same thing three different different times slightly different ways and he's like I, you said this thing the same way <laughs> and I'm, I'm doing that same thing where I'm like I'm working on that kind of thing but that's more of a that would be the case no matter what I was doing um, and when I get excited about stuff but for for us, it's actually like helped. I think the biggest piece I've like I was I was thinking about it um, early on in our relationship. I don't think I can be married to another visual artist. Um, too much competition, too much comparison issues. Mm-hmm. So that but being married to a sound guy who knows enough about art, and I know enough about sound to be able to give him honest critique, and he can give me honest critique, and we also are like I see how this is good but it's not my personal style so I don't quite like it as much as you might want me to that kind of stuff where uh, straight up example he likes art that has heavy black outlines that's one of his favorite styles mm-hmm. I don't work that way that's not my go-to art style to work in meanwhile so. my fiance is a programmer and so he can help me in my world but I can't even come <laughs> close to helping in his world I'm like did you turn it off and on again <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to be fair, that solves 98% of your problems. Yeah, not necessarily in code land, though. <laughs> so, at least for me, like, having the relationship has been helpful yeah. for us. So any advice you have, Gavin, for those out there who have a, a spouse or love interest that is just not in that world? Like, how do you, you know, make sure you're... I don't know. I don't actually know what I'm asking for, but if you've got <laughs> tips, I want them. Yeah. Um, I guess like uh, in 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 the early days of my marriage, I would get um, uh, kind of I guess hurt um, if you know she didn't have the the same level of interest as I did, um, and, and that's less. You know about um, you know relationships in the game industry and more just you know emotional maturity, um, but uh, um, you know over the the course of our marriage, I've come to uh, get to a place where like my interests are not validated by her level of interest in my interests, um, and it's okay for us to to love different things at different levels and whatnot um you know as long as we make space for that you know and so like she loves hallmark movies 
Um, and I like spending time with her. Um, and so, which means know, you like Hallmark movies. Which means we watch Hallmark <laughs> movies together. <laughs> uh, you know, and so, and, uh, and, and sometimes, you know, Christmas is, you know, there's a lot of Hallmark movies that come out in Christmas. Um, and so sometimes I start to get a little hallmarked out. Um, and so I'm like, you know, I'm just, I'm going to bring my switch with me. Um, and, uh, we'll watch a hallmark movie and maybe my attention will drift and that's okay. We're still spending time together. Yeah. Um, so yeah, in general, that's probably a really great thing to just know how to have fun, but doing your own things Mm -hmm. like, yeah. Yeah. So, um, and yeah, I've also, you know, I am a gamer. I hope one day to, you know, uh, be able to find a way to share my, you know, gaming interest in a way that she connects with. Um, you know, so far I haven't had enough luck, but, uh, you know, I think it, it's, it's, <laughs> I think it's probably just a, there's just some sort of, uh, maybe I haven't found the right game or the right, you know, way it, 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 it uh, so many of so many of the times, uh, the the phrase that will kind of come out around us, she'll still say like, "I just don't understand why X, Y, or Z is is interesting to you," and you know, that's okay, um, you know. Uh, and so we have the rest of our lives to, <laughs> to figure it out, um, and and that's nice, and that actually takes a lot of the pressure off of me. Like, I, I have the rest of my life with her to either you know figure out how to communicate why this is interesting in a way that she does understand um or to continue having this happy medium and so um you know with our child now um she you know uh isabel loves playing video games with me um and so that is actually becoming an interesting time where there's some games that you know me and Isabel want to play where you know Lindsay does need to participate uh or or rather doesn't need to but it's it becomes a whole family activity um and I think that's a place where Lindsay is seeing the value um and so uh as an example moving out I think is an example of a game where co-op you know the more people the better so but yeah yeah. Well, thank you for that. And I hope there was a little something in there for you guys. I know we didn't, not necessarily a whole lot of actionable advice of like maybe how workplaces should handle it. But in general, I guess, yeah, you know how to read your office and, um, you know, and, and figure out what you want to do. And like Gavin opened with, like sometimes the the joy and love you get out of that is worth potentially angering your boss by starting a workplace relationship at least it worked out for me but you know you know you best (laughs) and you'll be able to figure out um and yeah we want to hear your stories in the comments um or anything and i don't know we just love you guys have a have a great week we'll catch you in the next one thank you for joining us for today's conversation You can find us online at somasoulworks.org and continue these conversations with our small group curriculum. We hope to see you next time and have a great day.